pandemic trapped a bunch of aging role-playing gamers in their homes, forcing them to crawl out of their pen and paper comfort zone and into the online world of virtual tabletops and video calls. To join them as they raise the curtain to share their stories, insights, and love all things geek. Welcome to the Advanced Age Role-Playing Gamers Podcast. Assholes. Welcome to the Advanced Age Role-Playing Gamers Podcast, presentation of our next story arc, The Endless Harvest. Uh, this is going to be a actual play, D&D 5th Edition Rules uh, podcast, uh, following a band of adventurers and sort of a dark, uh, sort of thriller uh, Dungeons & Dragons game. So the setting is in uh, basically the Western Kingdoms. Uh, we'll be starting in the capital of uh, Anduril. Um, and so the basic setup for the world is this isn't set in like Forgotten Realms or Greyhawk. This is just a homebrew setting. Basically, in this particular kingdom, uh, to the south of the capital is a city called Seawall. Uh, Seawall is the port city. It's the major trade hub for the kingdom. And about six, seven months ago, uh, there was uh, the beginning of sightings of like strange creatures and uh, demons appearing in the city. They began to spread, and uh, the actual the watch there was investigating it and found that a cult had opened a portal into the plane of chaos. Uh, so, like, demons, like, slot and all that started pouring through, and eventually the uh, guard couldn't hold anymore, and the city was evacuated, and it's been completely taken over by... Um, metal! By this... Yeah, by metal. <laughs> by the forces of chaos. And so... Uh, you know, the kingdom is trying to keep that from spreading. At the same time, basically the barrier between this world and the realm of chaos is thinned and all kinds of strange uh, things are happening. You know, uh, you know, weird creatures are forming, you know, appearing from nowhere, all kinds of bad stuff. So that's basically where the setting is. And our adventure starts us, uh, again, in the capital city of um, Andorin and in a small tavern called the Mad Monkey. Uh, and it's in an offside street, kind of an alleyway. It's not one of the larger clubs. And uh, there is a figure walking down the street, cloaked, uh, their features hidden, long dark hair, sort of human features with an elvish sort of mix. And they stop in front of uh, the Mad Monkey and look up, and there is a sign sort of tacked to the wall that says, uh, tonight and for the next two weeks, performance by the Mithril Maidens. And uh, the figure walks in, and uh, they're basically in, you know, sort of a dark, smoky club. There are uh, adventurers, workers, townspeople, you know, trying to escape the, the stress of the day. Uh, the city's been sort of overwhelmed by an influx of refugees. So these are people trying to uh, sort of drink away their sorrows. And on a low, uh, poorly lit stage is a group of uh, four, uh, five adventurers. Uh, one of them is uh, slumped over in the corner, their instrument laying on their chest as they've already passed out. But the others are playing, uh, banging away at their instruments and playing uh, a sort of heavy lute, bass, drum, uh, bonanza. Uh, the figure sits down uh, at a nearby table and looks across the stage. And uh, here's where we're going to introduce our characters. So we'll start with Nathan. Oh, shit. Hi, I'm Nathan, and I'm not the GM. Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm playing uh, uh, Echoes of Banter, uh, an Eladrin uh, monk, and he plays the bagpipes. 
uh, in the band. And uh, yeah, so he's uh, about six feet tall. Uh, hair is green tonight, but does change depending on his mood or his season. Um, uh, very kind of skinny, 150 pounds soaking wet, uh, but very, very um, kind of lean and, and muscular still. You know, when he's playing the, the, the bagpipes, he's got kind of a, you know, a goofy grin and kind of a, 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 a little bit of a, a, a sparkle in his eyes. Cool. All right. So next we'll uh, tear. Oh, hi, I'm Tyr. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be playing uh, Rain Northshine, the lead ludist for the Mithril Maidens, a totally self-absorbed uh, fairy. He is right. about six to seven inches tall. Okay. He tells everybody seven inches. <laughs> he trims his hair so he looks taller. Oh, no, his hair is fucking long. <laughs> like, changes color at will. Oh, yeah. Never, you've never seen him perform with a shirt. You don't know if he owns one. Oh, God. <laughs> He's a lead Grim. God, you shut up, you face. <laughs> introduce myself. If you look at my IQ, my God. Shit, I'm getting angry. Oh, Grim of the Lost Shire. I'm three foot four inches tall. Amber-eyed male, shaggy red hair, light skinned. I'm bulky and love the sound of music. I, I'm the last of my tribe. It's up to me to keep their, their name going by the power of music and metal. I play my lute and go with these people and I, I'm angry. Just angry. That, that's all I have right now. I, 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 I need a drink, actually. I, I get, let's go. All right. That is, and that is that is that is my uh, my ver- I will be playing the part of Blanco in this uh, adventure. I think. But go ahead. <laughs> All right. And what uh, class are you? Oh, I'm a, a barbarian, of course. I'm a barbarian, um, and uh, you know, and that's that's it, basically, straight barbarian. All right. Uh, and Chris. And I am Chris on drums. Is the mighty half orc Zulja Azea, lead singer of. And uh, in the slouched in the corner is uh, Gromarsh, who is also a half-orc bard, who has currently had way too much to drink. Uh, And so he has passed out with his instrument in his hand, uh, amongst other things. And... uh, so That's not his hand. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Sadly. All right. So the uh, you guys are upstairs. You guys are playing. And uh, someone yells out, of course, from the crowd. Inevitably, it happens every night. Someone yells, miserable beast. Go, <laughs> miserable beast. Look, I haven't written miserable beast yet. We're going to do that next show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, your set winds down. And... Um, as you guys are uh, taking a quick break to get an ale or a drink of choice, a hooded uh, figure, again, looks sort of human with sort of uh, elven uh, sort of features, comes up to you, um, and you basically hear, uh, hello, um, my name is Fell. I'd like to talk to you about a business proposal. Like Fell down. Whoa, whoa, mate. Listen, listen, we, we sign autographs after the set. We're just, we're just on a five-minute break, okay? Did you say you fell? Hey. 
you you gotta let our fans interact with us. I mean, this is this is true love. This is, you gotta let them show the, us the the real love. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm just saying, man, we'll be here all night. If we're are you trying to sleep with the fan time. again? You're always trying to sleep with the fan. Why'd you just let the fan come I mean, fan the fans will up? sleep with me. You know, I'm sure I, don't, I, I don't know that, but I, I think, you, you know, you, the fan, sir, do you want to sleep with him? Uh, he sort of pauses for a minute and says, uh, I'm, I'm here on business. Oh, sorry. Uh, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. And so he takes off oh, his hood. my goodness. And uh, this is who you see. I don't know if you guys can actually see him now. So, okay, so roll 20. Uh, oh, there he is. Oh, he, uh, is, he is a fan. Oh, a pretty boy. <laughs> he is oh, pretty. you're one of them glam guys, aren't you? Oh, He's got a pretty mouth. So you hear, um, he says, uh, perhaps later, perhaps uh, when business is done, uh, there, there might be some discussion of, 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 of socialness. Aren't you the lead here of Twisted Cistern? Those guys are cool with the makeup and the hair. Their hair's as tall as me. It's amazing. I guess. What's that one quote from that movie? How do you know how to put, uh, or how how do you know how much makeup to put on? He says, I keep putting it on until I want to fuck myself. I think that was a poison quote. That is a poison quote. (laughs) It was a poison quote. C.C. DeVille, Um, I think. So uh, you hear, um, I was informed that you all had skills as adventurers. And uh, my associate is in much need of assistance, and it pays a lot better than this gig. Uh, might I interest you in uh, discussing it further? What, we get paid? Oh, yes. <laughs> I like the paying gigs. I mean, yeah. paid now, everybody uh, make, so we're going to try some, we're going to test some dice rolling with Beyond Oh, 20. God, help us. All right, so if I could get folks to make a perception check. Oh, I actually Ooh. have, that's, I don't have a minus that skill. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm perceptive. I am drunk off my ass. Oh, I am. I am trying to fix my hair in the mirror with a four. I don't know. I just heard, I just heard paying gig. Yes. <laughs> kind of How much paying gig do you Echoes, ec- thank God one of us has observed it. Jesus. You know, while this guy is talking, Rain looks over. He's like, I think he OD'd again. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We need a healing potion or something in him stat. That's just not normal. He's looking over. He's looking over the guy slumped over, uh, slumped over the. Uh, the, the <laughs> I, I say my healing words for the hangover. Hey, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Uh, did you mean to send that to me, Matt? Yeah. Okay. You're. You got an eighteen, or is that? What's your own perception? <laughs> no, no, with a six? No, well, that's, that's just loot. You play. got the best perception with a six. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. Echoes the banter got fixed. Oh no! Well, all right. Well, all right, all right. So I can play that off. I'll play that so. off. I didn't see. I'm like, we're already talking about how to spend the new gig money. I could get those those crisp boots. The band yeah. drinks free. I don't. I, you you were told right. He's, he's yelling at the bartender. The band drinks free. You know they make the boots are like two feet tall. I could be five foot. <laughs> you know, all the all the halfling girls will love it. They'll be the right height too. <laughs> so uh, you're not sure if you're if if it's you're drunk. Or no, something, I'm but sure, that's what you I'm notice. sure that I'm drunk. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a safe bet. <laughs> so he uh, he he points over to the to to the table that he was sitting at, and asks, and you hear, uh, "Will you please join me for a drink?" And we can I discuss heard a drink. this. Uh, he's this sure. Yeah, yeah that's that's it. Yes, big drink. Yeah, as big right. as me. He will. He'll raise his hands, and uh, the waitress, uh, the barkeep, uh, he comes over, and he's like. 
Can I get you all some drinks? All of them, some pints. Yes. And, yes, uh, pints. More. <laughs> Your most expensive size on, please. Uh, Fell kind of... Uh, Fell looks at him and... and um, the guy says, yes, yes, right away. Uh, pints round. And he goes back and starts pouring pints of ale. Rain, Rain stands in front of his pint glass. I drink half of Hoogrim's. <laughs> what? You do not drink half of Hoogrim's. <laughs> I grab, grab. <laughs> what, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get off my shit. I, I, I grab his, his mug and drink it. Son of a bitch! I, I grab him and start shaking him. <laughs> I, I, and I reach across real quick and I grab Zuzia's because she's she's like a fucking this small. And I grab it and go ha ha. ha. Rain takes off, flexes, warms up, and then try, and then lifts up his gla- his pie glass and his six inch body and starts drinking. <laughs> Marky, give me something this little one can't pick up. Sticking my, my hand over the over the top so, so Holgrim doesn't spit in it accidentally like he always does. I, I don't spit. What do you mean? What are you trying to say? I, I mean, uh, you're covering all of my face right now every time you talk. What are you doing? Get in order to protect yourself. When Echoes of Banter puts his drink down, I use Wizard's Hand to pick it up and give it to me. It's oh, fucking awesome. Chris, <laughs> <laughs> can I get another pint? Actually, just give me two pints this time. He's going to take one. <laughs> a few minutes later, the uh, the young serving boy comes back and sets a platter on the table covered with pints of ale. Fell looks up to each of you, and, and you hear, um, my associate would uh, works at the Grand Library and would like for you to transport something of great value uh, to one of our monasteries in the country. Uh, the job would take about... A day or so to, to walk out there and back, uh, and would pay each of you handsomely a total of five hundred gold. Five hundred gold a piece. How much is how much is that? Mm. How much? What can yes. I get with five hundred gold? I get. Uh, that's a lot of drinks. Well, I mean, look, we got, Mondays, drinks. We, yeah. got, we got Mondays and Tuesdays off here at the tavern. I mean, that, that fit our schedule. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I can get yeah. like I can get like a new new shirt. <laughs> this is a, a very sensitive, very sensitive matter, and so we need professionals to handle this. And I was pointed in your direction, as you are all both uh, a band and uh, adventurers. Right as you say professional, the sound of somebody wildly up chucking on stage. Don't mind him, he ate something bad. Really, it's just, it'll pass by the time you pay us. <laughs> God, man, you can't hold your liquor, you, you weak, weak will God. Look, look, embarrassing me. Today's a walking day. We're not professionals today. We're just a band, okay? It's professional days are Monday. No, Tuesday. no, we are more than a band. We are the band. We are. So if you could pay us 500 gold a piece, you could probably pay us 600 gold a piece. I think. Oh, that sounds a lot better. I like that. 600 yeah, gold. 600 a piece. sounds a lot that. better than 500. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you know, 700 sounds even better. You will have to negotiate that with uh, my associate. I okay. do not actually. Oh, I am not the money person. Oh, damn so it, boy. All right. They always send me agents. It's, you know, it's okay. I mean, it's a <laughs> yeah, little bigger than a boy. Distract us the pretty face. So he, uh, he will take a sip. 
from a uh, one of the uh, mugs, and um, he pushes a uh, sort of like a parchment wrapped up uh, onto the table and says, this is your uh, access letter for the Grand Library. You'll have to show that for, to gain entrance. Uh, the person you will be meeting with is Fizbin the Grand. Fizbin the Grand. Was he? Fizbin. Fizbin. Was he a performer? Because he sounds like a performer. He sounds like a narcissist. I think I saw I think I saw him. He was in Look, the Iron Lake Sending. He was in Grand Lake Orchestra. He was, yeah, he was, he was, they were good. They did a lot of synth stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, not, I do not think that Fizbin has uh, been in a band. He is a what, scholar. What, you saying people's bands can't be scholarly? The most yeah, excellent the songs. I know. I'm, uh, well, I don't write the songs. I, I just write the songs. <laughs> oh, you do? I, you, call, you call that... He's he's more of a shadow writer. Oh. He's behind the stage. I think he's written some... Uh, some things for, um, you know, some famous uh, bards who've come through town. But no, no, he's not for the stage. That glamorous life isn't for him. As he says glamorous, he kind of shakes his head a little bit. Let's his hair tussle around. Is for stars? Okay, let's go. All right, let's go. You're not sure, but he has a hint. You think he's got a Whoa, hint of I glitter cannot, on him. Are you, are you, are you saying you, that you next just to, like, the glittery fairy? And you, just the glittery just stay, you just stay over there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all, like... I, I just want to know, who's wearing more guy liner? Is it me or is it him? At least you. Right, you, I mean, are, uh, you are definitely. Yeah, say proportionally, because you're much smaller. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> he is not of the metal, this one. But we will go and entertain his deal, because I... Yoglim of the Lost Shire must. And I need money. All right, I'm broke. Okay, guys, we need this dig. We need it bad. Look, uh, I, I I got some people looking for me. Uh, you got to keep a low profile because so, the last yeah, show. I, I, just... I, don't, I don't mind uh, getting out of town. Listen, Monday the last Tuesday show was not We don't talk about the last nerd, show, guys. We're in public. It's not my fault. It is not my fault. I didn't start the fire. So you, you see him kind of leans forward. Grabs the mug with both hands, takes another sip, sets it back down, and says, and you hear, I'm intrigued. Last show. First of all, I don't fucking trust anybody who drinks something with two hands. (laughs) 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 It was far from here, the land you've never heard of. That's uh, that's true. That's true. (laughs) This man speaks, the Faye speaks the truth. Here, uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I normally am not an ale drinker. I tend to be more of Come. the uh, the, the, the wine. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know how to respond to that. That, that just came out of left field. You, that's, uh, even what for me, that's insulting. I mean, God. He takes a he takes a larger drink of beer with one, oh. with one hand or two. I gotta know. He says, <laughs> He's he does it with one, but it's like shaking. You can tell it's a little heavy. That, that guy needs some. It's a little hard. Yeah, he's not used some, to uh, you know some, some freaking uh, CrossFit. CrossFit sunlight. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, but he says, yeah. Uh, so you you hear? Um, do tell. Um, what, what was your last uh, gig? Uh, it was a whole misunderstanding. It was a misunderstanding. Just weird circumstances. Uh, we just happened to be there when that place burnt down. It wasn't our fault. Nope. Wasn't I our didn't fault. hire the pyromancer. Yeah, nope. I mean, look. I mean, uh, 
I mean, if there was it wasn't one. our fault. It wasn't our I fault. Totally that did not. Look, it was made crowd. of wood, okay? The well, entire place was made of wood. Somebody Listen. didn't hit such high enough notes they shattered the glass in the oil lamps. That never happened. That's a yeah. fucking false rumor. I mean, uh, I didn't punch the, the barbarian in the back of the head and that uh, sent him into a rage. I mean, no. I didn't throw the pyromancer into the bar burning. Um, um, uh, can hey, we talk about you know, no, alcohol? I, I, wood. Shit happens. All right, all right. Let's, get back to this, let's get back to this grand library thing. As as you're telling your story, you can you can see the 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 his jaws kind of tighten, and you can see he's doing everything in his power to not show his concern. <laughs> <laughs> his his he looks like he just got a fresh Botox, right? Like he is his face is rigid. Uh, Perhaps he will crack. And you hear smile. Uh, and so. So, Tyr, does what's the native language of your? Do you have like a native language for pixies for fairies? Uh, yeah, it's Sylvan. He speaks. Sylvan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're 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 rather impressed that he can speak Sylvan, um, and uh, you're actually impressed that the rest of the group can understand him. Oh, uh, wait, yeah. How does how does the half orc know Sylvan? How does that... I am a bard. I speak many languages. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Eladrin I can understand. <laughs> the gnome barbarian just pretends he know he knows he knows humanoid languages anyway. Just he just screams a lot. <laughs> um, you hear him ask. You hear him uh, ask. Uh, do you have any questions uh, about the library? Well, how do we get there? Yeah, that's usually a good question to ask. Ah. If you ask any of the uh, city guard, they will point you in the right direction. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. We're not establishment folk here, okay? <laughs> if you ask anybody on the street, they will be able to guide you to it. It is a very, um, it's a very easy building to find. Uh, anyone can give you directions okay. who's local. But it is in the central quarter of town. Mm-hmm. So Yulgrim, you're not allowed to eat the books. I don't fucking eat books. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You and your goddamn fancy ass ways. So you said it's an hour. It's about a day's walk for the big folk here to get out to the the area where we got to deliver this. Right? We don't need mounts. We don't need uh, our tour bus. We have a tour bus. You look outside. Look inside. There's there's a big cart paint like a big cart with a band logo painted on it. Drawn by like two horses with a lot of jangly, kind of sparkly fucking (laughs) reins and stuff. Uh, You hear you hear him. uh, You hear. um, Yes, you can take your cart if you want. The road is fairly well maintained. You may find some ruts from other. uh, You know, depending if it rains or not. But uh, no, it is passable. You could walk or take your cart. Hmm. I don't know. Look, the tour bus, it's, uh, you know, it's advertising right there. It's, you know, maybe you want us low key or high key is what we're saying. Do we want to show off <laughs> where we're going? Are we going to play somewhere? You're, you're higher in the breast, you understand. You hear, um, I think that traveling as a band is an excellent uh, cover and uh, gives you plausibility for traveling. I hate cover bands. <laughs> yeah, we're original. We ain't any posers, man. We're we are a real band. We're not fucking covered. What the fuck is wrong with you? Two hand drinking fucking freak. 
getting fucking angry now. <laughs> I mean that it is good that you're not traveling as you will be less suspicious. Uh, there are odd things about these days, and so we need seasoned uh, adventurers to guard this uh, most valuable object that you will be transferring. Uh, any details on uh, what we're transferring here? Yeah. Or is it, I mean... Is it books? The good cop scholar Fizbin can can give you more information once you're there at the uh, library. Is it? I just want to know is like of a recreational nature because one of our band members kind of has a problem. He just look. He just look. He doesn't look over, but he just hears up chucking in the background. We all just look over at the same time. Tony's character, like. I, I believe that this this item will not elicit any uh, bad behavior. Hmm. It is quite staid. Seems like a lot of gold for something that's not a big deal. Oh, but it is a very big deal. It is an incredibly important uh, object that must be handled with great care and delivered to the proper people, or there could be great suffering within the capital and the region come this winter. Oh, look, that sounds like us. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. And then, <laughs> yes. And you hear, he stands oh. up and uh, kind of nods, and, and you hear, uh, then, uh, then have a uh, safe trip and uh, enjoy meeting Fisbend. Well, and to well. all of you, I bid good night. I grab the parchment. And he kind of bows and pulls up his cloak and walks out. I grab his drink. Yeah, fellows, I, I, yes. I have... He's only taken, like, three or four <laughs> sips out of it. Fellows, <laughs> fellows, I have concerns of this one. One, he uses two hands when he drinks. Two, he calls us a cover band. Three, he never... He has no ass. He never sat down. You can tell. He has no ass. So he is some sort of creature. They obviously need help if the strongest amongst them needs two hands to lift a glass. So, yes, exactly. <laughs> and he has no ass. <laughs> These scholar, these scholarly types, they don't get out and get any. They don't get no. any real nature in them. They know nothing uh, of the blood, blood and beer. I will Song. say it was. Wait cute a minute, as we can write beer. that. I oh, will geez. say it was cute as fuck, though. I, I think he was the lead singer of Loverbard. Oh yeah, they, they <laughs> look a lot <laughs> like him. Loverbard, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, <laughs> turn me, turn me, turn me juice. They sing. Oh. <laughs> Turn you guys loot. have to write all these down. Yeah, turn me loot. <laughs> turn me right, loot. So, so we, we gather our fucked up friend, uh, the, the bard, uh, the, the, our little barbarian friend will walk over. Come, my friend. He throws him over his shoulder, which isn't really good enough because he's three feet tall, so he's dragging his head on the ground. His feet are dragging boom, in the yeah, front, boom, and I his head is dragging in the back. As well, so that makes you do better. <laughs> while holding it, he, he's strong enough, so he'll hold a drink while he does it. He's not super strong, but he's strong enough for that. I could help, but... Eh. He, he looks like a half-work grew a pair of legs out of his stomach. <laughs> yes, that's what it looks like. That's perfect. <laughs> All right, so... Basically, the, the night goes uneventful. You play the rest of your set. Uh, eventually, uh, Gromarsh wakes up, plays a little bit more, drinks some more, and then passes out again <laughs> in good metal form. Um, and it passes to the next morning. We, we got to ask. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, who yeah. does Echo take home that night? Who don't I take home that night? Yeah, come on. There's got to be a role. <laughs> There's got to be a role to determine the quality yes, of a yes, groupie that he takes role. home okay. that night. All right. There must uh, be a role. Let's see. What's a, is it culture? What's the... Boy, I keep jumping between systems. What's the social skill? What game are you playing? I would say... 
performance? Acrobatics, maybe for him? Persuasion. 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 Stealth when you're trying to get away out of the room. Definitely. A 17. Oh, look at where the show went. Wow. The show is pretty fucking good. Wow, a 25 for performance? (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, Everybody roll their performance. (laughs) We got Echo. We got... Wow. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. you know. Oh. 22. Yes. <laughs> He's just rhythm. It's not that important. That's marginal. Rain, rain, rain got drunk and fell off the stage <laughs> with an rain's, eight. Yeah. Rain's, rain's mic stopped working. But the drum solo uh, So we'll mixed. go from uh, bottom to the lowest. So Rain got an eight. Rain, uh, rain uh, spends the evening with uh, 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 Rosie Palmer. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> So Echo uh, Echoes ends up with uh, one of the bar keeps, and um, let's see, Holgram, who 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 are you looking for? What's the halfling looking for? Is there a? I I I don't know how to look, so I'm just like sitting there, like yeah, good show. Um, I guess I'm gonna go um have a drink. Um, unless somebody's throwing themselves at me. The guy's got like. Zuzu takes back the the first three tables. So so Holgram, you you <laughs> right. So Holgram, yeah, you you you're at the bar checking out a drink, and uh, you see a a half orc and a uh, gnome uh, sit come up next to you in the <laughs> bar, the and uh, the the, the uh, half orc's a big sort of like woman. She's like tough. She looks almost like maybe she's a barbarian too. And the the gnome, he's kind of uh, you know kind of fancy dressed or whatever, and. and the gnome kind of leans over and says, "Hello, friend. My, uh, my significant <laughs> other and I what? are wondering if you would like to uh, would like to make 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 our evening complete. <laughs> We've always they want to uh, build a bridge out of you. <laughs> she's a she's, uh, she's a big fan. I crit on my investigation roll, so I think I figured I, it should be insight. Wait a minute, let me roll insight. Let's do it right. Insight." 14, you can figure that out. Uh, oh, okay. I do feel like going into a bit of a rage. Come, let us go. I, you, I will mount your ass cheeks like the mountains near my house. Come, and ride your enormous husband up them. Come. Although the 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 gnome That's is right, the I said, I'm gonna ride him like a little horse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Oh, I didn't need the visual of that. And then, uh, <laughs> and then Zuja, you just basically go back with the rest of the staff. <laughs> and there we have, there we've done it. We have done the trope of going into the bar to get laid for for all the D and D people out there. All right. <laughs> We're breaking the same ground that D&D players have been breaking for the last, you know, 50 years now. All right. So the next morning, uh, you guys awaken at different times. Maybe morning's a loose term. Much um, much like the bar back. (laughs) And uh, you get... <laughs> How we ever lost our virginities it will be a mystery forever. It's a it's a little crowded <laughs> in the van. <laughs> but you all gather your stuff together and uh, you're prepared to I'm head. I'm telling out. you guys, we need a roadie. I'm telling you, 
tired of mm. <laughs> 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 little six inch guy flying carry, trying to carry a drum <laughs> you play the lute why are you carrying the drum well, when we got when we, when, yeah well, why are you carrying the drum <laughs> <laughs> when we get also to school I'm hung, hire also one. I'm fucking hung over I don't know <laughs> I'm uh, you <laughs> you are healing word uh, tears character dumbass <laughs> We should all make con saves to see how we did. Uh, Gromesh will uh, say that he's, oh, Gromesh will stay behind and like clean up the van, get some feed for the horses, and I don't he's still not either. feeling too good. So he says, ah, go on without me. I don't, every time I want to do his character, I want to be like, go on without me. I will you stay know, with Isabel. Not going to be the horse Isabel. Yes. That's it. He's taking care of Isabel. <laughs> the horse. All right, so we'll go to this great library. All right, and and sure as uh, as the other person, uh, as Fell told you, uh, you ask around, and it's very easy. Everybody kind of points over there down the street, um, and eventually you you find the grand library. We gotta look. We gotta dress up. Business outfits. Business outfit. He oh, takes yeah. off his he <laughs> takes off his black leather vest and puts on a brown leather vest. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, guys. Just a second. Okay, yeah. let's go. Yeah, Mike. Mike Cloak, uh, adds lots, lots of uh, frills and and uh, and gold trim. Kind of, uh, it just I use my ship to do like rope. a nice formal outfit. Nice. Mm. All right, you guys look spiffy. So the Grand Library rises out of the skyline above the neighboring buildings like a giant stone monolith. The face mm. of the building has no windows nor any adornments, paintings, or any other form of beauty. Only a set of large doors with a metal sign overhead that reads, not surprisingly, the Grand Library. A couple of city watch mill around the front of a large outer doors. They look up at you a little surprised, but then they uh, take on a more serious look, and one holds up their hand if signaling you to stop. Sorry, library's closed, except for business of the crown. Open the uh, doors for us. We're 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 here to see Fizzbin, man. This looks so grand from do here. You have a, do you have a letter of access? Right here. Now open the doors, ah. please. We're, we're in a big hurry. Yes, yes, yes. Well, yes, yes. He points to the other one. Go, come on, dang it. Go, get the door open. Can't you see these people are important? The other guy kind of scrambles over. He kind of, welcome to the Grand Library. Um, you'll be looking for the Turnmath Vault, floor 15 East Wing. And the doors kind of, guy goes over to this crank and he's like, <laughs> kind of sticks a minute and he pushes. <laughs> it takes about five minutes for him to crank the doors open. They're very slow. And eventually it kind of opens up so you can get in and uh, they step out of your way. Thank you, gentlemen. Please come see us at the Mad Monkey uh, two nights from now. Oh, I heard of that bar. There's supposed to be some uh, band that, uh, Burn down their last show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shut your, shut your mouth or I'll I shut mean, it I for you. I said Mad Monkey. I meant shit. Help me out, guys. Piss <laughs> off, copper ears. And flies in. And flies in. <laughs> 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 Yogurt moons him. He pulls off his shirt. Yeah, look at my ass. <laughs> they kind of don't know what to make of it. They kind of like watch. But they have to let her yeah. go ahead. <laughs> Uh, have a good day, gentlemen <laughs> and ladies. Uh, good day. So inside, uh, the library is in or, uh, in, in or, it's in or. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, it's as ornate <laughs> on the inside as it is on the outside, which means it's very dull and somber. A temple of utilitarian efficiency. We should uh, you follow the down. directions the City Watch gave you as best you can, but you have to stop several times to ask a gray-robed scholar for directions. Each time you do, you can see a mixture of emotions run across their faces. First, astonishment that someone has noticed them. Second, annoyance that their task has been interrupted. And finally, a look of worry, as if this small divesture from their schedule might throw off their efficiency for the day. Eventually, you find a door with the words Turnmath stamped on a brass plate above a door that is only about four feet tall. So it's the library. Why is everyone so quiet? Yeah, what the hell, man? It's a straight place. <laughs> this is fucking right. This place is this place a fucking like a tomb. There's no color. What is wrong with you people? Put a plant on a tree. This is like, I'm supposed to go through that? Jeez, it's like visiting Shadowfell. This place sucks. <laughs> Uh, yes, for, for the for the half for the half work, this is a uh, it's a bit of a squeeze. So uh, I just open the door and kick Hilgram through. Hmm. And, <laughs> God damn it! Again. <laughs> I made a twenty-one abatics roll, so I make it look like Willy Wonka when he comes out. I just do a roll and come up. <laughs> applause, something you people, you people, suck. getting angry. It is very, every time you guys talk, there's like an echo, echo, you know, it's like, um, all right, so you fit your way through the door and find yourself in a large room filled with uh, high shelves of scrolls and books, seemingly to rise several floors above. Uh, You see small ladders in each row of shelves that provide access to the highest levels of texts. In the center of the room is a long, flat table piled high with books. Poking out of the top of the pile of books is a bright green pointed hat that seems to shake and move slightly. And as you draw closer, it stops, and you hear a voice behind the book say, Ah, hello! You must be the group of intrepid adventurers here to help us. Yes, yes, yes! Very good! The hat disappears, and you see a small figure of a gnome dressed in a matching bright green robe come strolling around the desk. His fingers are stained with ink, and his eyes twinkle as he smiles at you. Hello and well met. I am Fizbin. Let me explain why you are here. Do you have a problem? Whoa, 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 whoa. Before you explain it, I'm going to round of drinks, okay? Look, it's been a hard brother. Brother married to a half orc? Uh, (laughs) No, well, there was my Uncle Marty who was uh, seeing a half orc some time ago, but. Uh. I thought no, they were having problems, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're not having marital issues. Anymore. <laughs> 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 All right, let's ah, get some drinks. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm every, sorry, a, there are... Oh, no problem, we brought our own. Just re- everybody re- everybody oh, reaches oh, in a careful. pocket. <laughs> <laughs> careful now, they're, 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 don't spill anything on any of these uh, scrolls. No, never do that. important well, stuff. A, a, a rolled up thing, of, looks like pipe weed, goes to light it, like... <laughs> Absolutely, we'd never do anything like that Lights up right there Certainly not And he like twickles his little fingers And uh, your your pipe goes out Whoa, whoa, that's uncool Come on, I I left the hard stuff outside The scrolls Hey, they're fine (laughs) This is top quality stuff Come, come, sit down please Uh, There's too Uh, many things to burn in here What a fucking square Puts his pipe away. <laughs> he says, "All right, all right. Uh, 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 
He says, okay, Wyatt, we've called you here. Uh, so uh, you may or may not have noticed. So there's a lot of refugees that have come from the south. And uh, so we have a lot more people in the city. And unfortunately, over the last, uh, you know, few months, uh, from out all around the side of the city, the farmers and the herdsmen have been reporting sick and lame animals. And the crops, uh, some of them appear to be uh, also sickly in the fields do not, uh, they're not producing the kind of uh, output we need. Uh, this could lead to mass starvation come wintertime if we do not have enough food. My fear is that this is somehow connected to the chaos that has uh, breached into our world. Uh, because of that, and he walks over the table and he gets this uh, huge book, giant, like it's like holding it while it's over. He goes, we need you to transport this out to one of our abbeys that specializes in working with the local farmers and the herdsmen. Uh, they can use this, hopefully, to find some kind of remedy for our uh, what ails the crops and livestock. And he sets okay. the book on the table with a boom. And so it's you a want big, to take sort of a leather-bound book. book. Yes, yes, it's very valuable. Uh, it's on loan. Uh, from a uh, very prominent druidic order. Uh, we did okay. promise to give it back. But hmm. yes, this must reach the abbey and uh, to the uh, headmaster there. Uh, hey, look, look here, uh, Mr. Headmaster guy. Hmm. Uh, I'm not one to shake, you know, turn down 600 gold a head. That's 700, uh, I thought. Was it 700? Yeah. Well, I, I was drinking a lot. So 700 gold ahead, like we agreed to last night with your guy. But uh, you, know, you got a, a hundred of these little gray robe stiffs running around here. Why can't they take it out there? Well, because, you know, the, with the, uh, the chaos uh, tears, the roads are not always safe. There are bandits, uh, desperate people, and uh, darker things. And so... Ooh, we, we, we think it best to have seasoned adventurers, yes. Uh, so uh, you can roll a sense motive if you want, if or if you don't want that, to. It's not a thing, I don't think. It's uh, this... insight. It's insight. insight. There we go. Roll insight. Wow. Oh, yeah, this isn't. 20, oh. 22. I could roll, but it would be a story. No, nah, only, a, only a 13. I'll roll it anyway. Yep. 11. There you go. Yeah, because where all this started isn't where the last show was, was it? <laughs> oh, you know, that's a good point. Where, where, you know, are we heading to the last show location? Somebody get a map. Or did all the problems start at the last show? I'm just asking yeah. questions. Why? You, you need to shut your fucking mouth, man. I mean, this is really not something we should be discussing with Look, I'm telling guy. you, famous is just like infamous. It's the same fucking thing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. So, so yes, you you all have. I have been told transportation, and and you have skills, and uh, you're very uh, you're well. You're, you're seasoned adventurers, and perfect for protecting this book. And uh, we right, would looks, be for seven hundred gold ahead. We're going to protect your book for you. No problem. Can, oh, can, seven, I, take a, uh, can yeah. I take a look at that book real quick? Oh yes, yes. Uh, please, uh, you can take a look at the book. So between my. Calligraphy skill and investigation. Can you see if this book looks legit? So I'm assuming that you don't love agricultural uh, ag agricultural exploits. Uh, I actually, you know, I'm actually not, not, I got 
a plus one in nature, and I'm I'm a fae type, so I, I you I'm know, a plus one in nature too. Big fucking deal. I don't eat, I don't <laughs> eat meat, so no. All right, so you don't have to make a fort save reading it. Um, it is Whoa. a massive book, Whoa. and uh, you know it is a very large book on gardening, soil types, fertilizer, collection methods, growing cycles, <laughs> pollination techniques, plant rotation schedules, regional okay. pest information. If you've made it this far, you probably need to roll a fort save to stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> so it is a. It appears to be an old, uh, meticulously well, high quality, um, you know, calligraphy. But it is as you know, it is definitely a giant book of gardening and, and yeah. animal handling. It does not appear to be magic. There are no potions. I mean, there's like things like if you've got a sick animal, you know, so so it has some herbalism in it, uh, but there are no like spells or or curses or, you know, anything like that. It is mundane. Rain rain flies over your shoulder and goes, well, where are the pictures? (laughs) There there are pictures. Uh, Uh, Here, here's how to inseminate a cow. By manual. Whoa, whoa, look, all right. I have seen enough of that on the road. Here's a close-up. I I would say... uh, (laughs) He tears that page out later tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Look, uh, come on, don't don't show the Gromarsh is all I'm going to say. Just just cut that whole chapter. (laughs) Okay, then you said uh, 700 gold. Yeah, that was the agreement. That's what we negotiated with your guy last night. Yeah, he said he had uh, full. uh, Yeah, full negotiating capabilities. And you know, I look around and I see this opulence. Honestly, he's kind of fucking full of himself. Really. Yeah. (laughs) Just the risk was commensurate with the reward. He said. He kept trying to fuck with our band members. Man, seems a little out of character for him. He goes over and he starts rummaging in a box, and uh, it's okay. well, I'm a little short. Uh, Six fifty a person, okay? All right. Look, look. Um, how about this? How about you know? You got my a lot my of apologies. I just uh, this was so not nice what I was budgeting for. Let, 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 let me discuss with my bandmates here. Make sure see if we what we can do for you. Uh, huddle up. Huddle Maybe up, by the time up, you come back, we can uh, settle the rest of it. Shit. So we're gonna front the six fifty and just get the last fifty per person on the back end. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, we, we'll, we'll pay you. Yeah, we, of course, we trust you implicitly. Oh, okay, then. Hmm. Well, okay. Let, let's go. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> let's All right, the band, delivers. <laughs> the band has decided that we'll accept your generous offer, even though it goes against our usual terms of con- terms and conditions. Okay. Hmm. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yes, yes. This is a, but you'll be delivering this book to Master Siler. Uh, he is a, a wise... A scholar in all things agricultural. I mean, when you've been studying it for the last 300 years, <laughs> you tend to learn a lot. You got a map? Uh, where are we can? Where are we gonna meet this guy? Oh, uh, yes, yes. Oh, we, you'll meet him in the abbey. So the abbey, uh, the sort of the abbey. If you leave the city out of the south gate, uh, travel about uh, about a mile, you will see a dirt road uh, heading to the west. Uh, along a river, and you just take that road, and in about a day, in a day and a half, depending on uh, the, the trail and the traffic, uh, you will arrive at the abbey. All right. Hmm. Um, you can't I miss it. Mean, it's a beautiful structure. I, I don't mean to be disrespectful to you, sir, 
But uh, this no, entire no. room is full with scrolls and maps. You just can't write that down. Oh, oh, uh, yes, I can uh, draw you a picture. Yes, yes. Some, some, some of, some of our bandmates um, forget things. Ah, yes, yes. So he, he kind of goes over, takes a quill, starts drawing <laughs> just, on a little piece just of parchment. Outside the, the loud, the loud sound of somebody up chugging. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea and that Cuba's oh, character is goat, basically. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. That's it. I don't know, shit, fuck balls. <laughs> <laughs> that he's just overdosed on black tar heroin. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> We're going to incorporate all the last two scenarios in here. <laughs> hey, hey, God, you got a bear claw somewhere <laughs> it's, it's a, uh, there might have something it's a material uh, component to downstairs uh, we don't normally, <laughs> normally eat in here I prefer and so he's like you claws. hear his little pen scratching and scratching and scratching and scratching and scratching and he dips more and he's scratching and scratching and scratching and scratching and you guys are standing there after about five or six minutes you're like okay and he's scratching and scratching and he finishes and he walks over and he hands you this little scroll and on it is this beautiful topography of like the southern gate and it's, you know, this pathway. And there's like a little drawing of the road and there's like the river and there's like little arts of like, you know, little animals and stuff and all this. It is like incredibly detailed. I love mm. that we made him draw a straight line like here and here. <laughs> <laughs> I got to yeah. get this guy to do my tattoo. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one turn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Leave yes, the city. Right. Go left. You know, you know, Doc. If you uh, if you ever want to do a, a poster for our next album, I mean, you're 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 hired. Did, I'm just saying. Did, like, did, did look he at just stuff. He could he could do the cover, man. I'm that, telling that's, you, that is you, our cover. I you thought. could throw Isn't some lightning bolts in there, or like maybe a centaur or something, something metal as shit. That'd be awesome. This would be like a full time gig for you. You're you're that good. That sounds simply inefficient. I mean, look at all the, you know, all the, all the women or men or whatever you like that Echo can't handle. I'm just saying it goes to the artist usually, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes. Well, it all sounds very scandalous. Um, perhaps uh, after this is all done, I will come and see one of your shows. Oh, you got VIP, you got VIP seating, Doc. No problem. No problem. VIP, VIP. Well, oh, this is very good. I... I, I, I get two to three hours of free time a day. Yeah, that'll be enough time. That'll be enough time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he starts wrapping the uh, the book in kind of like a leather sort of uh, cover um, sort of to protect it. And then uh, he ties it up uh, with a leather strap and he hands you the who's book. On? Who's taking the book? He says, uh, we, we cannot thank book. you enough. Uh, uh, this is um, be careful and again like I said this book is very precious and it this is why we're willing to pay uh, people of your renown uh, so much money to, to handle such an important mission so anybody have to take magic uh, I've identify you know like well uh, listen we, uh, we, we really appreciate uh, the opportunity here yeah, yeah, uh, thanks. Let's, let's go, guys. Let's uh, let's let's get on our way. Oh, yes, yes, yes. No delays. Uh, here, come with me. Uh, I will let you out. And uh, he kind of like strolls down one of the long uh, sets of books, the rows of books. And at the very end of it, there is a door that uh, is a Mother regular sized door. Fucker, I hate those guys. And uh, he he opens the door, and uh, you immediately are um, assailed by the sounds of the street. And the passers-by and the smells 
and uh, the door takes you right outside of the face of the building, uh, about 50 feet from where you came in. <laughs> Son of a Which seems a little bitch. odd because you were on, like, the 15th floor. Hmm. You'd climb, like, 15 floors of stairs and sort of opens the door, and there you are on the street level, and he says, okay, yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, we look forward to your return. Uh, we will have the rest of the 50 gold each for you when you come back. Yes, 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 go mm. now. Must, must get back to work. We did get these 650 each, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he gives you guys, like, a box full of gold. Yes, I bathed it. I grabbed that, and I still cast Identify on the book. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you want to do that there in the street, or do you want to go back to your van or your cart? Do it in the cart. Hey, uh, Matt, I, I, I sent you a DM. In the- I, I mean, there's no jewels or, like, fancy, like, it's just books and scrolls and pens and ink wells. I mean, nothing that looks interesting to you unless you want to just grab, like, a random scroll or something. Sure. All right. Uh, you find out uh, later that you have a... Uh, you have a scroll that is a treatises on cobblestone cleaning and the best methods to do that between the months of October and November, uh, especially with the particular mildew that grows on dockside. Uh, and it has a solution that you can make from a particular uh, mushroom and uh, the sort of a fermented paste that is great for cleaning the cobblestones. All right. Rain, uh, Rain joins everybody in the in the band after. Like, hey guys, I got rolling papers. He's got this huge scroll. <laughs> Where'd you get that? I got it at the shop. We we just came oh. from a library. Put two and two together, genius. Listen, um, <laughs> that's not like sacred text or something. We're gonna smoke and it's gonna summon a demon or something like that. I mean, that'd be rad. But can't still. be worse than our last. Are album. you look? Are you in a metal band or a pansy band? Come on, summon a demon would be awesome, right? Come on, I'll Ooh. fucking oh, do Jesus do backup Christ. vocals. Yeah, free experience points. Yeah, well, wait a minute, you don't like my vocals now? I said backup vocals. <laughs> oh, oh, you're talking about the uh, goat? Yeah, okay, no problem. All right, uh, so uh, uh, I want you to describe how, um, well, I'm going to get everyone, uh, Zunja, Zuljan uh, sets up her, uh, her, him, right? Her. Her, so that, uh, sets up her uh, identify. Does she, like, do it inside the van? Does she have, like, a certain ritual she uses? Basically, uh, the ritual is, takes whatever the component parts required and goes, what is this? <laughs> she's very she's a very simple work. <laughs> it's very simple. All right. Uh so you find that this is a completely and utterly non-magical book. Uh the closest thing you can find is that there you know there might have been some past enchantments on uh like just preserving it. Uh but but nothing else. So for all intents and purposes, it is a mundane book on gardening and fertilizer and pollination and insemination. Just tucking the cart behind instruments and... uh, That guy was acting really weird. I I, kind of feel like we're like Pat seats or something. I'm kind of thinking that that's a lot of money to move a book. Yeah. I think... I think we get the money. We take the book... 
and give it to somebody and just leave. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the objective. Yeah, yeah that's, but, that's pretty know, much what he asked us to do. On the so. other hand, we did get six fifty large each already. We don't have Which to. Does go seem a little strange that normally you do not get payments uh, up front. So is it is in in this town? Is there a, is there a is there like a large bank? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's there's banks. Yeah. Like, are they internationally reputable, like across the continent? Or are they just across, like... Well, definitely across the kingdom, but also other kingdoms have come and trade. Yeah, there. this is like the capital. So there's like, you know, would it be like a, this city bank? <laughs> or, you know... So what I'm thinking is, we find some poor schmuck, give him 50 gold to send the book for us. <laughs> keep on doing our songs. You want to out? You want to outsource? Is what you're telling? <laughs> yeah, you want to smoke all the way across this Bumblefuck Abbey? I mean, it's not going to take us that long. Oh, look, look, just all right. While we're discussing this, pull up to that bank over there. All right, you guys stop your cart at a bank. This this is real gold, right? Yep. So tastes like real gold. So Rain just grabs his big giant sack of gold, throws it over his shoulder, and tries to fly it inside the door. <laughs> All right, it's a little tough to fly. It's kind of heavy. It's a lot of money. Okay. But yeah, you can go into the bank. He, he wants a letter of credit for, for that amount of money. They're like, uh, so there's like a, a dwarf behind the, the window. He's like, well, letter of credit? Sure, coming up. Uh, you want it for the whole thing? You want any pocket change? You want to... Uh, do you have any, uh, do you have any ID? He looks at his vest and his tight leather pants, and he goes, oh, wait, wait, hold on. He pulls out a band poster. <laughs> That's, That's me. me. Uh, <laughs> That's me. Right, uh, he takes the poster and, like, stamps it like a little notary type thing, <laughs> and then he uh, fills out the thing, and he counts it, and then he counts it again one by one. So that's, like, like several th- couple thousand, and he counts it a third time. Uh, and then he puts it away and kind of scoops it all in a little hole and it's, you hear it jingle down into some pit below him and he hands you the letter of uh, writ. Sort of a letter folds note, it up, promissory note. Folds it up in a, in a strangely small way and puts it in his tiny leather vest. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Appreciate that. It's a good idea. Uh, yeah, don't lose that. It's the same as the gold. Yeah. Oh, you're right. He takes it out of the vest. He puts it down his leather pants. Uh, good to go. <laughs> he just uh, flies off. Have a nice day. That was just your money, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, he took everybody's, I think, right? No, no, I yeah. it, was just, it was just it. it well, ah, okay, he'd, offer, okay. he'd offer to do anybody else's, but he just did his. If, if uh, not, who grim will let him do it? He's not, he doesn't want to carry a bunch of gold with him on the road. Yeah, right. I'll I'll keep I'll keep fifty, uh, yeah, I'll keep 50 cash on hand just uh, to, to yeah probably drink it all tonight. <laughs> Speaking right. of that, do you guys want to? Uh, do you guys have supplies on your character sheet? Like, did yes. you buy mundane things? Not like bedroll, travel clothes, backpack, adventuring stuff. Yeah, I mean, trap, yeah, light armor. Yeah, Teton, rations. We got, got a couple of days of rat. Well, they were horse. only going a day, right? That's what it said. Yeah, string, yeah. rope. Yeah, day there, and then like probably 
stay the night and then a day back. All right. Well, look, we'll stop. We'll get we'll get road beers. We'll get uh, recreational yeah. supplies and and road snacks. That's it. Uh, you know, like thanks. that seems that seems fair. Crisps. And, right. uh, you know, I need some new clothes. Shit you always, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> the shit you, you, you couldn't really shit, you know, like, it's not fair that they just rip your clothes off you every night, but, know. Uh, you know. That's coming out I of your take. I can't yeah, keep sewing them. You don't sew them. You just leave them in rooms and walk out naked all the time. It's a little disconcerting. <laughs> and, well, three days out of the week, you're wearing panties. Stop staring. So, I mean, <laughs> and it's hard to stare. I'm oh, three foot tall and your dick hits me in the face when you walk by. It's fucking disturbing. That's a sign of respect among elves. No, it is not. I know elves. I speak elves. So now I'm envisioning I'm the, the, back only, of the, oh. the back of the van. Or the back of the bus, and like everybody's got their their little areas, and you know, and Rain's got instead of like a, like a lantern or something that he lives in, he lives in a bong. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally, Zorja Zul- mistakenly smokes it. <laughs> That's fine with Rain. <laughs> Whoa. Oh Jesus Christ! That's not bong water. <laughs> yes. All righty. All right. So you guys get some road snacks. Uh, you guys get some. Uh, we get like um, a keg. Look, we don't want to waste money. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, two kegs, small. one for one for me, one for the rest of the group. Well, look, one day out, one awesome. day back. I mean, it's <laughs> kegs and yeah, keg keg should do it. Um, all right. So um, you guys head out from the uh, the capital out of the south gate, and sure enough, about. Uh, about a mile south now, as you're leaving, you're seeing a, there's a fair steady stream of uh, wagon trains coming north. Uh, most of them are, you know, they've got bedraggled um, civilians, people, you know, they look kind of a little shell-shocked. And, and they've got lots of, like, all their belongings packed on it. And they're all heading toward the city. Every now and then you'll see a cart with some soldiers, uh, some wounded, uh, also moving north to the city. And after about a mile, you, you find uh, that there's a bridge with a river going underneath of it, and that heading off to the west is a dirt track. Uh, it doesn't have any cobblestone or anything that leads west along the river, and you make your turn. Um, and so the East March uh, Road breaks off from the main north-south road and winds into the countryside paralleling the East March River. The road is much narrower, but deep tracks have been cut into it by passing wagons. You pass a few farmers or other travelers, but they seem withdrawn and not friendly as you might have expected from rural folk. The East March River winds alongside the road down in a deep cut of the earth, sometimes shallow where the river bank is almost on level with the road, and at other times it is out of sight deep within a narrow channel cut by ages of erosion. Your day passes uneventful, and by early evening, you find a nice clearing on some trees to set up some some camp. Um, So it does take a little longer. So your first day out, you actually don't arrive at the uh, abbey, and you find yourself sort of, you know, not as many travelers, and uh, you've been traveling for the entire day, and it's been a little slower going than you thought. The the wagon kind of has a, a little bit of difficulty navigating the ruts, and so you don't really move a lot faster than you're walking. Uh, but you're able to uh, set up your camp 
find a place that's relatively flat near the this river. This kind of sucks. I thought he said we could walk and get there in a night. Well, apparently, he doesn't leave the library that often. Now, how, <laughs> looking at the map he drew, how well did it approximate our route so far? Yeah, he said he drew a really detailed topographic map, you know? So it seems very detailed, uh, but there's no scale. So you realize it doesn't really, you're not sure of what the scale of the map is. And, and you're, as you're looking at it now, it's very stylized, but it also doesn't, like, you can't really, like, you're thinking back to your road, you're like, well, this doesn't really match any place, like, on the map with the river, with the road. It's kind of a representation of it. Hmm, that old man does not know scale, apparently, when drawing about it. <laughs> yeah, where's the legend? <laughs> that, the legend, that's a right song here. written right by here. Demon Sea. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you, yeah. Right, you guys are the legend. <laughs> so the night passes uneventful. Uh, you guys, you know, eat up the rest of your road snacks, uh, drink some more beer. And uh, the next morning, you guys head out again. Uh, about midday on the second day, the skies uh, to the south darken and the winds pick up. An hour later, the first drops of rain begin to fall, picking up steadily until you find yourself in a full-blown downpour. A thick fog has also rolled in, and a combination of the two greatly reduces your visibility. Uh, the dirt road quickly becomes mud, and the deep ruts uh, from the wagon wheels fill with water. Uh, you can hear and sometimes see that the river to your south has started to swell uh, with an infusion of the heavy rain. As you slog up a hill, you think you can hear the whinnying of horses and the muffled shouts of a woman's voice. And as you crest the hill through the fog, you see the back of a wagon apparently stuck in one of the ruts. Two men are trying to push the wagon free while a robust woman in noble's clothing stands shouting at them to try harder. Through the fog, you can make out two more wagons ahead on the road. Maybe you go quicker if you helped him, you bitch. I'm like, give him the finger. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You give it to him. So you guys uh, basically are coming up to the slogging, and the, the cart slogging through the mud. You hear this uh, woman shouting and two guys trying to uh, get a cart unstuck uh, from the mud. And there are a couple of carts... Uh, that you can kind of see, and, and there's you can see that there are people on those carts as well. Huh. And the it's little fools. convoy has kind of come to a stop. They don't know what they're doing. Your grandma will jump out of this uh, good thing and head up to the cart. Uh, so you get up there, there's a, a sort of like a young boy, kind of a young boy in a, a sort of a green tunic and a kind of a heavy set uh, human guy, sort of a big brow. And this, uh, this woman is. Uh, yelling at them like lift you two oafs lift i'm woman. standing out in this rain woman i am getting soaked Shh, woman she, 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 she turns around looks doesn't see you at first she looks down she goes what are you doing out of the cart child i am no child i'm your grandmother lost shire what are you oh. doing here you fools what Can't is going you on see we're stuck in the mud and these two oafs they can't seem to get it out lift harder Excuse me, name Matt. Hugo makes a 21 in a survival roll, so he looks to say, that's because you don't know what the hell you're doing. Take them logs, put them here, doing this, this, and I just help get the boys to get them on log. He goes, and you could do me a favor, woman, unless you're going to sing a mighty metal ballad. Shut your fat mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I never.
ever from such a ruffian. Yes, if you had it from a ruffian, maybe you'd be smiling. Now shut your suck hole, please. We're doing some... We're doing the work of men. And, uh, I take the boys and I say, come with me, boy. Come with me, big one. Uh, so these are like open back carts. These aren't like closed carriages. Uh, no, they, they are not uh, closed and they're open back and to the people, everyone's just drenched in like the, they've got like tarps over family belongings and things like that. Uh, uh, so you, you give them some, uh, some advice and, and they kind of start heaving and huffing and you get, they get the pole underneath of it and, uh, you know, the kind of the woman, she kind of like huffs and like walks over here. She's like, huh, I never. Ah, and she actually, actually she, yeah, she's waiting for the cart to get unstuck. And you guys get it raised up, and you finally get it really high up, and then the, the cart pitches forward, and it hits the ground, and the whole sort of road shudders for a second. Well, you feel like the ground shakes as the cart hits the ground, and the, the horses, uh, even the ones in front, sort of neigh and start kind of prancing for a second you're kind of looking at the cart and at the ground shook and you're like hmm so Matt so uh, is the ground like it's, it's mud right so it, it was like a yeah it was a coincidental impact when the, when the cart landed that noise because did it come from where the cart hit or did it come from around us well it just seemed like the minute it hit everything shook the ground around it this cart shouldn't have done that quickly we must get moving we could be on unstable ground hurry the uh, the ground shakes again. And you kind of this time you kind of you know the, the the two other guys they kind of stumble. One the lady holds the cart. She's like, "Whatever are you doing back there?" Rain grabs his bow and flies up. I get my axe ready. I start looking around. Look at the water. Look something. Something is amiss. Something is not right. As so as the cart pulls, the ground begins to shake violently. Uh, the very shape of the road bulges like a wave, sending the horses into a frenzy. The lead horse bucks as the cart, its driver, and two passengers in the back, a woman and her small child, lurches and begins to slide down uh, the muddy hill toward the raging river. The, the horses pull against the weight of the uh, cart with their hooves, only slide slowly in the muck. The hill on the left side of the road erupts as mud and rock fly through the air. A large shape emerges from what was the hill, its body covered in armored plates, its head massive with heavily plated skull, its small beady eyes and a gaping maw. Its four feet are adorned with massive claws that sink into the ground. It tosses back its head and lets out a roar. You see this big thing uh, pop out, and it looks like it's a. Uh, you guys reckon is a belay? Land shark. Land shark. Yep. You see that burst through the ground, and that's where we are going to break for tonight. Uh, we will uh, start uh, the next uh, session with the uh, battle, with the uh, the cart, uh, with the woman and the small child slipping towards the river down the muddy hill, and the uh, bullet uh, that has emerged from the road and is looking to eat anything and everything it can. Thank you for listening to the Advanced Age Roleplaying Gamers Podcast's latest story, Sex, Drugs, and Saving Throws, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition actual play podcast. My name is Matt, and I've been your co-host and tour manager for this adventure. The Mithril Maidens are Nathan, playing as Echoes of Banter, an Aladrin elf monk and bagpipe player. 
Tyr as Rain Norshire, a fey archer thief and base ludist. Sean as Hulgrom, the Lost Shire, a halfling barbarian and the lead ludist. Chris as Zulja Azaya, a half-orc bard and the band's drummer. And Anthony as Gromarsh, a half-orc bard and lead singer of the band. Top it off, we've got Malcolm returning to play the role of Orin Kilroy, a half-elf priest and manager of the Mithril Maidens. Original art for Sex, Drugs, and Saving Throws was done by Simone Tometa, also known as Old Raging Barbarian. It's awesome artwork and it captures the uh, metal feel of the show. Music and sound effects were provided by Dark Fantasy Studio, Audio Jungle, and Soundcue. If you like what you hear, please follow, like, and subscribe to our stream or channels on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or just about anywhere you find podcasts. We also really appreciate your feedback and chatting with folks so that we feel free to tweet us, comment on our YouTubes, or leave us a review so that we can reach even more people. You can also visit our website at theaarpgs.com where you can read more about the cast, listen to old episodes, and even shop our store for some cool geek chic merchandise. So thank you again for taking your time to sit down with us at our gaming table. And until next time, be safe, be kind to each other, and play games. I don't uh, see shit. I see a big uh, black square. Right, well, nothing but 20. a big black square. Hot. So, which, which is very attractive to see. Oh, God, people. he's the endless void. He's the endless <laughs> void. <laughs> he's the endless void. Okay, we gotta beat the void with our missile. <laughs> that is so weird.